Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward, joined, as always, by Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. Ready to have some fun. It's March. There's a spring ball starting. Spencer and I talked about that yesterday right here. Berm was off doing more important work, uh, but we've got a lot of that to cover uh, as football returns and the Buckeyes make their plans. We're going to get to that and a bunch of spring previews coming uh, up in the next few days and the weeks before Buckeyes uh, practice on March 19th. But I got a different question of the day sent uh, to us on Twitter, and I was really intrigued by the options. Uh, and before it gets too late and too far down the road, I thought we needed to, to look back on it. And so here's – I have not told these two what it is. I've had time to think about my answer. Uh, so I've fine-tuned the response. These guys are going to have to go off the cuff. That's the way we're going to rock this content right now. Uh, Love it. Asked what player from the 2019 team for Ohio State, if you could have kept him for 2020, could have maybe made the difference against Alabama or changed the way that that season looked for the Buckeyes, you get to keep one. Now, he threw out just a couple names, and one that he included was Damon Arnett. So that would have been tough because he was a senior when they lost a bunch of uh, actual guys who could have returned with eligibility remaining. But he left it open that you could take anyone. So or I'm leaving it open that you can take anyone. Don't have to pick from the three he named. Which way do you go, Berm? It's Chase Young, and it's not really a, a question for me. I mean, the, Chase Young is a generational player at defensive end. And even if you look back at the end of the 2019 season when he wasn't necessarily, you know, dominating games against Michigan, Wisconsin, Clemson, he freed up so much for other guys on that defense to do damage and drawing two and three, uh, you know, blockers on every play. And uh, if you tried to block him one-on-one, -on -one, you were going to lose. And aside from the fact that he does that, when he did get to the quarterback, he very regularly caused turnovers. He's just a, a havoc maker. And there's no doubt in my mind, it is Chase Young. No, no, you know, all apologies to Jeff Okuda, who I'm sure could have done a great job on, on, uh, you know, Devontae Smith or whatever, but no, no thanks. Chase Young all the way. <laughs> well, I thought I'm, this was going to be a hard one. I'm sorry. I thought this was actually going to be intriguing. <laughs> so, I didn't say it was going to be hard. I said it was intriguing. So I'm going to go one where I think this will be a good discussion once I, once I tell you guys. I think it's Jordan Fuller. Because if you look at what happened in the Indiana game, the breakdowns, they were with the safeties coming up and not doing their jobs. If you look at what happened with Devontae Smith uh, being covered one-on-one -on -one by Tuff Borland, it was the safety who wasn't helping on that side of the field that got him so open. If you look at the seams of the Ohio State defense the last year, they just weren't where they should have been uh, You know, a lot of the time. And I think if Jordan Fuller is in there – and patrolling that secondary and making sure everybody's where they need to be and, and just doing his job and, and being that eraser, I think the defense looks a lot different. And I understand that Chase Young was, was generational, but if you look at the biggest games of the year, the Buckeyes got pressure on Clemson. The Buckeyes couldn't get pressure on Alabama because they got the ball out so quickly and everybody was wide open. Jordan Fuller changes that entire dynamic of, of both of those games in a way that maybe even Chase Young couldn't have. I like where your head's at, but I want to – 
make sure that I'm being clear. This question was about the game against Alabama, not about the entire season. So that's why I'm saying Chase Young. Jordan Fuller's value to Ohio State in 2019 was indisputable. I think I, I, I probably wrote that on Twitter 600 times during the season. Like nobody ever thought that the guy they'd missed the most would be Jordan Fuller. So I agree with you, but I also disagree. Well, and you've just taken the best player available, which is generally a good strategy. I think there is a little bit of uh, chicken or the egg argument to what goes on here. When when you look at the season as a whole and then the way it, everything sort of collapsed in the secondary against Alabama in the title game, you know, we've got this question a lot. Like Ohio State was getting a very high amount of pressure throughout the course of the season. Uh, you know, I don't know that – I mean, if you have – Tyreek Smith in that game, who's actually on the roster, maybe it's a different story. And Tommy Togia, um, of course. Obviously, if we're if you're looking at that one particular game, and you take those two players out of it, um, just if we're replaying the way it was, and Chase Young is healthy, that's an easy question. But I think that you know, if you're looking at some of the pressure, or lack the, the lack of uh, pressure, maybe lack of sacks, I should say, over the course of the season, um, you know, Chase Young is going to change that, but. Um, and if you have that, maybe the secondary and the cornerbacks wind up looking better. However, you also have a generational talent at cornerback in Jeff Okuda. Um, you might get those defensive ends a little half second more to get to the quarterback and force the football out. If you have airtight coverage from one of the best guys the Buckeyes have had do it, um, maybe there's a trickle-down effect if you have Jeff Okuda where, um, you know, seven banks and Sean Wade are rotating and you have different uh, – different personnel that you could use in the slot. Uh, you know, you're obviously having to make up for the loss of Cam Brown. We know what happened uh, at safety. I, I think that it's it's fun to throw Jordan Fuller back in that mix, but Ohio State should have been able to move on if they'd been fully healthy at, at safety without him, in my opinion. I, it's, it, that was a unit that was hit harder than any other one when it came to COVID and, uh, and injuries late in the year. Um, I think that Berm is correct that the answer is Chase Young just because he is so incredibly talented. But there is, you know, maybe it's 60-40 or, or closer with Jeff Okuda for me because if if you give one to this 2020 team in the secondary, maybe that helps them more. Because Jonathan Cooper, uh, a healthy Tyreek Smith, Zach Harrison, you know, when Tyler Friday was able to play, Haskell Garrett, Tommy Togia, those guys were getting the job done on the defensive line. Um, and Chase Young obviously didn't have to do it all himself in 2019. Um, but it's hard to argue with taking somebody who I think I've said this before he played an NFL down and certainly after a year of it. I mean, that guy has Hall of Fame potential at defensive end. That's probably someone you want on your football team. Yeah. And again, if we're talking about just the Alabama game, you can very reasonably put J.K. Dobbins into this discussion because the entirety of the entire the entire Ohio State offense changed after the first play of the game when when Trey Sermon got hurt and the Buckeyes didn't have a running back that they felt could make a difference against the Alabama front seven. And so you have a guy like J.K. Dobbins who was very comfortable in in the passing game coming out of the backfield the way that the Buckeyes started to use Trey Sermon and obviously. Uh, that changed the game quite a bit. It's just one of those things where I, I think it is an interesting question because there's so many different ways you could look at it. But to me, uh, Chase Young is the maybe the best player I've ever seen at Ohio State in my entire life. Uh, and so that makes it difficult for me to pick anyone but him. It's really hard for me not to be persuaded by what you guys are saying. I'm going to stick to what I said. <laughs> 
but I, I really, really want you to know that I understand what you're, what point you're making here. And I do think there is an aspect of the chicken or the egg, like Austin said, because the, the, the defensive ends speed the process up for the quarterback. The reason I said Jordan Fuller in that game was because in that Alabama game specifically was because Mac Jones was getting the ball out of his hands so quickly. And if you have defensive guys lined up in the right spots in the secondary and not allowing Devontae Smith to be open and, and things of that nature – I, I do think there's a level of the defensive ends didn't really get to play a major factor in that game just because of how quickly Sark got the ball out of the out, out of Mac Jones's hands. So that's why I went secondary, but I promise I am seeing what you guys are saying with Chase Young. Well, yeah, if you look at why the defensive ends were somewhat eradicated in that game, it's not just because of the, the Alabama offense, but it's because it was six foot three, 235 pound Jonathan Cooper going up against monsters at Alabama uh, that had an offensive tackle. It's, you know, I think that there's just as interesting an argument to be made about what happens if Ohio state has Tyreek Smith and Tommy Togiai in that game. And you don't even need to go back to 2019 and chase young because the entire defense is different when you're losing two of your most efficient and effective players. And what Tyreek Smith and Tommy Togiai did where they allowed Haskell Garrett and Jonathan Cooper to really flourish throughout the majority of the season, because those guys are by themselves and they're going to win a lot of one-on-one matchups, but they're not going to win a lot of two-on-one matchups. And, and that's, that's what Alabama was able to do to those guys. I think that's why, you know, you look at this and if you're trying to answer, could one person have pushed them over the top against Alabama? I mean, the answer, we saw that game. The answer is no, they would have needed several of those guys, but they had them that to your point, Berm with Tyreek Smith and Tommy Togiai, maybe we're looking at something different. Maybe not. Um, but a healthy version of the 2020 team would still, in my opinion, have the, the upside for them would have come from having either Jeff Okuda or Damon Arnett uh, at cornerback. Uh, and then Jordan Fuller, uh, as, as Spencer laid out for what he could help with at safety, there needed to be one more person there because they just couldn't overcome the inexperience uh, that they walked out the door with the talent at the high end. Uh, the changes in the in the scheme and not being able to go through spring, all the reasons, all the things that I've said a hundred times, and everyone is sick of hearing me talk about. You know, the thing that could have changed that is having a Jeff Akuda or Damon Arnett, uh, and they didn't. That didn't exist. They had pass rushers who could get the job done. Tyreek Smith was as dominant as we've seen him uh, in the Clemson game. So, looking at the course of a year, obviously Chase Young changes the complexion of any team, and it changes the way that. Teams have to game plan and scheme up to play because you know he's so disruptive. Not sure exactly how much that, uh, you know, changes Alabama's attack when they've got all those weapons to throw to and they get the ball out so quickly. But um, that's why, even though Chase Young is the most talented defensive player that I have ever seen in person, what Ohio State needed most last year was probably one more elite cornerback. Yes, they did. But we're talking about one game. And to me, the but guy that can, the, that's, the that's guy the that can change a game, the guy that can change the game the most was Chase Young. You saw what he did against Wisconsin, against Penn State. It was yes, I mean Jeff Okuda throughout the season would have been a probably more impactful con- considering the entirety of the season and the way that the the year shaped up. But to me, in a game like that, you need to have Michael Jordan available. And so, to me, Chase Young he wasn't is on the, the 2019 team. Burn. He's been. Oh, gone. I'm sorry. That was the 2017 team. My bad. What if I'm talking about the basketball player, Michael Jordan? I don't think he would have tipped the scales for Ohio State against Alabama either. 
Okay, but what if I was talking about a player who impacted a game the way that Michael Jordan, the basketball player, impacted games? But on the football side of things. I'll allow it. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about here, (laughs) is that there's a player who impacts the game of football, Chase Young, similarly to the way that Michael Jordan, the basketball player, who's like the best basketball player of all time, the way that he impacted games. You see? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so so that's why I so think you're saying Chase Young. If Ohio State had LeBron James against Alabama. Did you know that Le- Le- LeBron James played football in high school? <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. He was actually a very good football player and could have been in a potential NFL player. So that's what I've heard. Did Urban Meyer try to recruit him? I believe that the story goes he did. Wow. Huh. Yeah. But Ohio State didn't need a t- another tight end against Alabama. Correct. What they needed was a defensive end who is the best defensive end I've ever seen in person, Chase Young. Who also plays basketball. Who I don't know if he does or not. <laughs> but if he did, I bet he'd be okay at it. It's very confusing. Chase yeah. Young did play basketball. What? Where? At Damatha High School? And he ran track. But <sighs> we've, we've lost it. I have seen him run track. He was, he was pretty good at that. Uh, recently, all he does is play football, though. And so that's where I think that Ohio State could have used him against Alabama. <laughs> you know, like, was on the, <laughs> on, <laughs> on the football field, you see. Interesting. You yeah. started this. Uh, we're fully off the rails. As you can tell, uh, it's preseason form here at Let Him Know. We're just looking for an opportunity to get back out and talk about football again. Uh, that opportunity is coming soon. Uh, we'll try and be better for the next one, but no promises. That's uh, uh, part of the uh, appeal of coming here and hanging out as we have some fun and get ready for the return of football at Ohio State. He's Berm and Spencer Holbrook. I am Austin Ward. We'll see you next time at Letterman Row for full coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes all year round. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.